Yo, minasan, konnichiwa. Welcome to Living La Vida in Japan. I'm your host, Ninja Now Check it out. Happy Friday, everyone. Today is January 14th. 2022 how are you i'm doing fantastic so check it out i'm gonna do a little things different today i actually got an email and i want to read it and just answer the question i have no idea how long this podcast is going to take i'm just gonna answer the question and we'll see i'm gonna try to get direct straight to the point so check it out i got an email from jason from california he said dear ninja eddie i started recently listening to your podcast i would like to move to japan one day but I do not know where to start. How hard is it to find a job in Japan? What do the schools look for? What advice do you have for someone that doesn't have experience in teaching? Well, Jason, welcome to the show. Thank you for emailing me. First of all, uh, there are many ways to get to Japan, but the easiest way is to teach English. All right, so I'm gonna just try to get straight to the point and not really you know, go on a tangent. The first thing, the number one thing you really need is a college degree. Without that, there is no teaching job in Japan. So if you have a bachelor's degree, you're good to go. It doesn't matter in what degree you have in as long as you have it. And of course, it helps to have teaching experience. So in my experience, you know, when I applied to a job in Japan, I already had a uh, a few months, maybe I want to say three or four months of teaching experience. I actually was teaching uh, theater to students at a YMCA program. So that really helped me a lot you know, when I applied for the job. And I really didn't have that much. So for you, you said you have no teaching experience. I mean, the best thing you could do is, you know, even if you don't have teaching experience just to apply, but if you want to, you know, volunteer, you know, and do some work in the YMCA or some community where you are in charge of kids, where you help out, that actually look good, looks good on your resume. So, like I said, I did that for maybe the summer. And then when I applied the following year, you know, I had that and we actually talked about it in their interview. And, you know, I think that is one of the main reasons they took me. So there's that. So for anyone listening right now, if you have a teaching certificate, your odds of finding a job are extremely high. So if you have a teaching certificate and you know you have years of experience, you could work at pretty much any school in Japan, you know, grammar school, junior high, high school. And that is a job you want because that's a, a Monday through Friday kind of job. And you know, occasionally you'll work on the weekends when there's a festival or some school event, but normally you get regular business hours. You'll work from early as 8, 8.30 a.m. all the way to 3, 4 at the latest, and you're done. So that's the ideal job. If you have a certificate, that's where you want to go. As far as my path, I went to an Eikaiwa, which is an English school. It's a school where kids come to learn English, and you get kids anywhere from six months all the way to adults in my experience and there it's pretty heavy loaded work I mean I mean it was easy to adapt to for me because that's how I am but if you when you're working at a Kaiwa you're literally gonna have classes back to back to back to back and typically the schedule is from Tuesday to Saturday you get Sunday Monday off and that's it and I need to stress 
if you're gonna come to Japan, apply to a big Ekaiwa, big English schools. You know, Google English schools in Japan, and you're gonna get a a list of the major ones. That's what you want. You want to go to a major school, not a mom and pop's small school. And I'll tell you why in a second. But once you find that, make sure that they will help you provide housing, that they will assist you, that they will be that your guarantor. Or else you're going to end up paying like $2,000 in just to rent the place, just to get it. Because it's so expensive here in Japan. So like for me, I was so fortunate enough to find a major company and they actually sponsored me. I actually had to, I had to pay for my ticket. So don't get me wrong. I paid for my ticket to come to Japan. But I did not have to pay for the apartment. It was there ready for me when I came. All I had to do was obviously pay the, the rent and that's it and the, the, the bills. But like I said, that's the best thing to do is to go to a big English school. I mean, there's pros and cons. So in my experience, I came to a, a big school and I was so fortunate enough to be at a really good school. Like the school was phenomenal. I mean, the manager of the school, you know, she was awesome. Me and her got along just well. We were both very professional. And I'm actually, I still keep in touch with her to this day. She's very nice and, you know, I, I have a lot of respect for her, especially after all the experiences I dealt with, which I'll get into a second. I actually appreciate her more. The only thing that the problem was with her is her time management skills. They were really bad. But other than that, she was really cool. She was very laid back and that's the kind of, I guess, boss I would like to work for. She was not on my case. She, we would always have good communication and there was a lot of mutual respect. So I was very lucky, but there's, you know, there's other cases where you're not so lucky and you get a bad manager. So yeah, it's a, a roll of the die pretty much. If you have, if you're lucky, like I was, you know, I stayed there for over three years and I was very happy there, but there's cases where I had, you know, I, I have some friends that I made when I got to Japan. They actually were at a bad school where the manager was very controlling. And just to just a side note, if you come to Japan, expect to clean up your classroom and the school itself because that's how the culture is here. But some like my manager was cool. She just said, just clean and it's all right. You know, it doesn't have to be perfect. But there's managers that are very OCD and it has to be cleaned a specific way. And my friend actually he had to clean uh, the toilet and she actually made him take the toilet seat apart and clean every crevice and put it back. And if it was not clean enough, she would make him do it again. So he just ended up quitting. He just didn't even say anything. He just he didn't even say goodbye. I never got to say goodbye to him. He just left his keys in the room and just walked out with a suitcase and we never heard from him again. And he was at a different school. So like I said, it really it depends on where you are. But if you go to a major one, it's better because there are more checks and balances. And you could actually, if you have a problem, you could talk to the higher authority and maybe they'll fix the problem. Now, I'm not saying they will, but at least your case will be heard. But in my experience, when I ended up going to a mom and pop's small company, that's where I had my problems because... Uh, the first school, when I switched transition from the big to the small school, my salary got lower too, by the way. So if you're in a major one, you're going to get the best salary there is around here in Japan. So when I went to a smaller school, my salary decreased. 
not only that, I I got along with the owners just fine, but then when it came down to uh, make me a permanent worker, that's where we had the problem because they didn't want me to be to be a permanent worker. They said we're not sure about you. We still have to think. So they kept adding time to my contract, even though in my contract it said after three month probationary period, you can you will become a permanent employee, which is a big deal here here in Japan because if you're a permanent, that you know you they can't just get rid of you. They, oh, we're gonna look at your contract and let's see if we resign you. No, if you're a permanent, that's it. You're with the company. So that was a big deal for me, especially since I had family. And like I said, the I butted heads with the owner and the owner actually was very abusive and was yelling at me one day because it was during my review and they were saying I was doing a terrible job, this and that. And they were like screaming at me. Well, the man was. And I could have said a lot of things, but I, I bit my tongue and I just said nothing. I just did quiet and I actually quit the next week. I just gave him my notice and left. I mean, because I don't need to put up with that, you know, because you're an asset in Japan, especially if you speak English and a little bit Japanese, you're good to go. So I went to another Eikaiwa, a mom's and pop shop, and that was the worst boss I've ever had in my life. And I actually made a podcast episode. I'll put it in the description in on this episode so you could click on it. It's called The Worst Boss Ever, and you could hear the crazy story. I'm not going to get into detail about that, but yeah, that's... That was my experience, and now I work for a nursery, and I'm actually a permanent employee, and I actually have a regular hours from Monday through Friday, occasional Saturdays, you know, 9 to 6 or 8.30 to 5.30, and that's the best thing you could do, work for a school like that. Like, I like doing that. So is it hard to find a job in Japan? Not really. If you have, uh, obviously, if you have some qualifications, it's not, but if you don't have any teaching experience Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I don't know. In my case, it was, I actually got the job right away. It was like meant to me for me to be here. So, to your uh, other part of the question, you said, what do, what do the schools look for? Your personality, you have to look, obviously, they want someone young. And here in Japan, they don't hide that. They actually say, we're looking for someone in between his age ranges. I mean, I know in USC, they can't say that. It's illegal. But here, that's what they do. So... <laughs> So they actually like people that to have some good representation, I guess, of the country you're coming from. And they want you to look good and, you know, like I said, look professional. So if you work at a big school, you're going to have to dress in a suit. If you work for the mom and pops, you could, you could go down in casual. But in the nursery I'm working for right now, I actually show up in just workout clothes. I mean, it's the best. So my advice if you don't have teaching experience, I already said that is, you know, volunteer at a community center, mentor some kids, you know, do something to look good on your resume. It's, you know, not that hard to do. I mean, like I said, I was able to do that for the summer. And I think that was one of the biggest reasons I was able to land the job in Japan is because I had some experience teaching and my interview went very well. And there you have it, Jason. And, for you listening to thank you uh for the question if you have any questions or concerns please shoot me an email at goninjadad at gmail.com i'm curious to know anything you want to ask me i'll answer any questions that you may have i will talk to you later hasta luego matane